Greetings, everybody. Whether you're here watching live on Twitch, I salute you, or you're watching at a later time on YouTube, it is my pleasure to welcome you all to the Scale Gap. And, uh, you know, before I get into introducing what the show is about, if you don't know who I am, I am the, you might know me as a self proclaimed Italian stallion of the FIFA community and you might know that I was on Foot FM. But before we get into that and what, you know, my previous show was all about and what this show will be all about, obviously I will not be embarking on this journey by myself. So I want to present to you all, I won't say too much about his past, even though he is a man who has been bathing in FIFA skill <laughs> gap for a while and Pez's skill gap for a little while, but it is Persian. Persian, how are you? And why don't you tell why don't you tell the people a little bit more about yourself? Since there is, uh, I guess, in relation to the FIFA scene and how you entered and all, because there is there are some questions. Who are you? I'm good, man. Thanks. Um, I started. I basically played FIFA and passed like football games my whole life, and basically came into the FIFA scene really in seventeen, where I was like aware of that that there was a competitive scene basically. So I think I started like from January playing FIFA 17 and from there on out like got Elite 1 pretty quick, got to top 100 and basically met you from there on out and then I think I went to 18 thinking it was going to be a better game, played the first two months, got pretty much Elite 1 consistently and then decided to not do that anymore because I didn't, I didn't really enjoy the game. So. Uh, that's pretty much it. And then I played it casually until, yeah, we got to 19 now. <laughs> and don't don't get me started on 19. <laughs> I have a lot to say on 19. Yeah, we'll but get basically, to that. Yeah, I would, yeah, yeah, yeah go, we'll, we'll get to that. that. And obviously, you know, per Persians being a little, a little, I guess you could say humble. He was, he was top 100 FIFA 17 and he was number one in the world for a, 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 at least a, a certain amount of time on Pez when Pez was good, when Pez was you know, fast before they did the switch. So he knows he's played at a high level. And so that's kind of how we met. We used to play some practice games and stuff like that. It was, to be fair, Pez wasn't really that competitive. Like I was number one ranked in the game, but it was more like, it was yeah, like, like a casual game for everyone. There wasn't, there wasn't really a competitive scene in that game. But like, I used to play like local lands and, sh and stuff like that. And like, cups which were fun just for fun basically yeah like so it wasn't really anything number yeah. one and head to head and yeah. like online season yeah exactly in, in FIFA. It, it's not worth anything but yeah it's it's just just for the accolade basically exactly so basically if you were watching or listening to the previous podcast as well foot fm you'll have known that the format you know we start talk about our past week and then we we talk about a lot of stuff a lot of stuff that i was always interested in like competitive but obviously it was a more uh, I guess one size fits all type of podcast in the sense that we covered so many things uh, that there was a little bit for everyone. In this one, uh, you know, I'm sorry, we're not going to be talking about our past weeks per se every week, but you know, sometimes, you know, something crazy happens, we'll bring it up. And we won't be talking about, oh, here's a screen promo and this is what I think about it, unless it's something like the Icon Prime Moments promo, which was uh, obviously very, very controversial, right? We'll be just basically going hard in on lots of subject hence and, and you'll see already with the first episode with a bang and just pretty hardcore subjects right so that's that's kind more of more in depth exactly in depth hardcore niche but uh again just in depth it's about 10 times um and so based on that 
what we wanted to talk about today is uh, dynamic difficulty, right? Before we talk about the oh resurgence <laughs> of it, right? Let's let's talk about it because how, what would you define dynamic difficulty as? Uh, the definition, I think, it it depends. Like in what game? Like there's different games that have dynamic difficulty, obviously. And there's if we're if we're talking strictly FIFA, yeah. Whew, um, I think what the community like sees it as is like during a game you're you're playing a game basically you feel like you're better than your opponent but there are like sliders that get adjusted to like give you give the opponent the edge or you the edge and like there's basically like manipulation in the game basically right so someone's getting the the bad end of the stick there so that's basically what i think dynamic difficulty is in a, in a short, short way, basically. Yeah, no, spot on. And a lot of people, you know, the, I think the term that we've always been used to in the past is scripting, right? So everyone always says this game is scripted, this game is scripted. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, now we have an official term. Let's call it dynamic difficulty. But I think there's still, if you, if you were one of them people who used to say FIFA is scripted and now you just shifted and say there's dynamic difficulty without even thinking about what you're saying already, from the get-go, you've kind of not messed up, but you've kind of just lost yourself in the rage because scripting and dynamic difficulty are, you know, both things that shouldn't be ever in the game, but they are different in the sense that if a game is scripted, you're implying that the result is predetermined, that things that happen are predetermined. Dynamic difficulty, at least the vibe I get more off of it uh, without getting into like the specific terms, is that there are situations in which out of nowhere things will start to feel different as a result of yeah. whatever is in the game so it's not scripted it's like oh you're winning three nil and your opponent hasn't had a successful pass in the first 15 minutes all of a sudden things are going to start feeling different and that's what it is no yeah i agree i completely agree. it's probably like the best way to maybe like explain it is like your your player feels slower like shots that should go in seem to go wide and like stuff like that basically you feel like you feel like things things are just being adjusted things aren't normal anyway there's no consistency right right and then that's now that yeah. it's uh it has returned i guess the topic and i say return yeah. because every year this this stuff comes back and i'll show you guys something that persian sent me later uh, the resurgence of dynamic difficulty. Well, now we call it dynamic difficulty, but you know, maybe last year it was called fixed FIFA, and every year people start saying, "I think my game scripted." Blah blah blah. So, already, you know, we're not gonna start off instantly by saying, "Do we believe in it or not?" Because it's not as simple. But we can start off by saying, "What do we think? What do we think about the fact that it is back?" What do you, Persian? What do you think about the fact that well, once again, we're I, all I talking about like. It? It started. It started with I was in your chat on Twitter. People were talking about the video uh, "Run the Foot Market" like made, right? Yeah. And there was like buzz around it, and like people were asking, "Have you seen it?" And it was like I, I checked it. I was like 16 minutes long, so I was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll I'll watch this at another time." So coincidentally, I was in Kurt's stream one day, and his chat asked him to play the video. So well, that felt like a two birds with one stone situation for me because I was interested in how he would like react to it as well. So I ended up watching the video like on the stream and saw his chat and Kurt himself got like really hyped about the whole ordeal like oh this is like really new and you know like how they how they react to it. So when I watched the video my reaction was more confused as anything cuz in my opinion this was pretty much all old news, right? Cuz 
I was just waiting for like, okay, where's where's the new stuff? Where's the new stuff? Because uh, he kept hyping up like this is this is some <laughs> this is some crazy stuff going on, and it was in my opinion all old news. So just to check, like if I if I was mistaken or not, or if, or if I'm confused as the terminology, what what was happening in that video, and if it was the same, I like looked up like I did a quick search on Reddit, and you, can you pull up the search? Yeah, I'll pull it up right now. So it was pretty much like I looked at the threads and they were all from like a year ago and it was pretty much all the same like documents like well not exactly the same documents because that was a I think a PowerPoint presentation or something but pretty much all these threads like were all from a year ago and they did pretty much say the same things maybe more in scientific terms or whatever but it was pretty much the same thing so this was all known but yeah, for some reason, I don't know, the community has, like, amnesia, or <laughs> I don't know what, what it, what's happening, or maybe it's just purely the frustration of the community with the game that, like, brings it back, you know? Like, people want to fucking talk about it again, or whatever. So, yeah, that's, 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 that's just the first thing that came to mind, but, like, I don't know, what do you think about it? Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting, because every year we we kind of see it pop off at some point I, even in fifa 17 there were you know yeah. i guess at the time it wasn't even as strong people wouldn't go as so far as saying scripting as much you know some people did but uh maybe the word that was used more in the past was momentum moments of dodgy situations and then into fifa 18 scripting agree, and now dynamic difficulty and it's just like to me I think it's funny the whole aspect that you mentioned about amnesia and I think it's funny that every year it pops off and there's always the guy leading the charge with this with this <laughs> the pitchforks are yeah, out. Yeah, the pitchforks <laughs> and I'm not even defending anybody here. I my god, if you've yeah. seen my videos, I have destroyed the inside inside and outs of this game <laughs> more than anyone or at least as much as anyone. And so to me what the fact the fact that it has come out right now so strong and maybe it's just uh, the fact that it's fresh but it feels like it's it's coming out stronger than ever right now i don't think there's ever been a year where there's been such a conviction about this topic because in the past not as many people on social media and obviously social media accounts for such a small amount of the community not as many people would actually retweet videos of these people bringing up the pitch for it and then make their own mm -hmm. videos about it like run the fort market i think that says more about fifa 19 than it does say about the actual possibility of this uh this being a thing and you know we're gonna break it down brick by brick and why in what aspect specifically we feel you know, show dynamic difficulty and what aspects of the game kind of tells us that it's not really in the game. But I guess the main gist of it is that the answer doesn't necessarily lie with the patents or documents that you can find online. But, uh, you know, the answer could probably lie, arguably, in the fact that this year uh, is the year with the most noise. And you have to ask yourself, why is that? And uh, to me, why that is, is ignoring whether or not it actually is in the game it's the fact that dynamic difficulty and the screams for it existing are strongest now in fifa 19 when the game is at its worst ever ever so it's the game being so bad that has made uh these these uh these claims so strong i i, I would agree with that and the reason being like let's say like when we when we go back to 17 right this was a thing in 17 people were talking about like momentum like all that stuff but the outcry for it wasn't wasn't as bad because 
Well, let me let me let me just speak from my own perspective anyway, because like we've known each other since then, and like even in our like community of like competitive pro players, whatever, it wasn't that bad because like we didn't have that much trouble breaking down like the AI defense, like whatever was whatever was like bad in that game, right? Or what people said was bad in that game. So we didn't have trouble being consistent and like not doing broken stuff to to basically win. As as FIFA like progressed from FIFA 18 to 19, the RNG aspect just rose like exponentially in these games. Like it became more of like like this is your this is almost your 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 thing. Like the nutmegs, the just name it. Like all the broken stuff that happened in the game, it just became more. And like when I think about like dynamic difficulty, is it in the game or is it in the game? I like to talk about things I can prove, I can substantiate with evidence, and like. When I play this game, I sometimes when I'm raging, I feel that it's in the game, but I can't prove it. And that's my whole issue with it. Like, I don't like to look at things that I can't prove. And I like to look at things I can prove. And what I can prove is like, um, I, I look at this quote, like from the EA gameplay director, Sam Rivera. He literally explains that the composure staff, for instance, is to which distance the player having the ball starts to feel pressure. The higher the stat, the less likely he is to make errors while shooting slash passing. He explained this at the capture event in September 2017. So this is one of my biggest issues with the game because I think errors or good decisions should be user-based input and not RNG or AI-based. So stats like these influence that in a negative manner, in my opinion. So if I make a mistake, punish me for it. But if I don't, don't make a random error occur because that certain player has a bad composure staff in this instance. If someone has a bad dribbling stat, then fine, like, let that player be bad at dribbling and I will account for that while I play as long as it's consistent, right? So when I play with that player, I'll know like how to how to move because his dribbling is less. But don't make a statistically good dribbler or decent dribbler randomly dribble bad because he's surrounded even though my input is flawless. And to try and make a comparison here, I've never played like a shooter where I'm aiming correctly and all of a sudden my gun gets jammed, which prevents me from shooting, right? So like that that would be like the RNG aspect of like me not being able to shoot my gun <laughs> because the game decides decides that should be uh, a thing. So like that's what I feel like the concoction of variables, because there's so many stats like this, like composure, like just name it, like all Reactions. these stats have like different, yeah, different RNG aspect to them, right? So it's like all these concoction of variables makes it that the game feels super inconsistent and partially explains the feeling that the game sometimes tries to screw you over or like gameplay being one of being another one of those examples, right? Because when we when we talk about gameplay we don't have an explanation as to why the connection or we call it connection or gameplay why it feels so slow or fast like there's no like for years now it's been super inconsistent and like all these things together like the stats the gameplay like all this stuff i feel like plays a big part in like why we feel the game's really uh, the way it is right and you know it's I guess this is a good opportunity to go on a bit of a, of a tangent because the point about uh, the quote, I guess, about, about the explanation of composure, because for so long it was something that no one really knew anything about this composure set, but we all kind of had a feeling this got this has to be important because it was one of them stats that never really changed along with stamina with, uh, oh no, no, stamina did, but it never really changed with an inform and an upgrade. I think everyone always has the same composure throughout the year. Correct me if I'm wrong. At least it was like that in FIFA 17. After a while, obviously, I stopped 
uh, caring as much. But before I, you told me about this quote of what exactly composure is, the fact that, uh, so this is me trying to understand why it is that sometimes I'm left stick dribbling and my player starts feeling worse before anyone's even near me, right? Someone's like like 10 meters away and he already starts hunching and doing all this weird stuff. And I'm like, why? It's not me. It's not me doing the left stick. So before I knew <laughs> your description, that was me thinking, okay, this might be one of the few things that actually makes me think dynamic difficulty could be a thing but then the quote comes out and it explains it all right and that's one of the many many reasons and we'll discuss other ways uh later on of how the rng is what makes this game feel like it is like it is uh not scripted but there's moments of the game you know maybe someone with a flick of the switch turns on constant pressure you have someone with 80 composure but they still have 99 dribbling so they start feeling good and before you're even under pressure he takes a bad touch he comes at you because he's on high pressure and he takes the ball and you know if you don't know what sam rivera said 100 percent you're gonna be like yo this is rigged as hell just because he pressed he pressed uh high pressure he gets to take the ball off of me this easily without my user input and i guess um you know, now that we know, or at least for me, now that I know the actual definition, that's one of the reasons why that that used to be a point that used to make me believe about them and that dynamic difficulty, it turned into something mm-hmm. that's like, right, it's not, it's not momentum or scripted based. It's the fact that we're playing a game where people, where people want that realistic aspect. And I think that's also, you know, a reason, one of the many cases where I wouldn't say I blame the community, so to speak, but uh, you kind of, it's one of them situations where be careful what you wish for. So many years, I used to, this in 17 all the time. What is this? How can Suarez play center mid? Why is this? Stats don't matter. Well, now we have a game where stats matter, right? You have to be careful what you wish for because while a game like FIFA 17 where Suarez can play CM and feel good because, uh, you know, he might have 50 interceptions, but at the end of the day, if you manually cut a passing lane with Suarez, the ball's coming to you, it's coming to you, right? So you intercept it even if he has. So now that we have a game where these stats play more of a role, we we're now crying at dynamic difficulties, but is it more of a case where, you know, it was you should have been careful about what you wished for because now stats matter and it's more important to have a player in the position have the stats that he needs as opposed to selecting someone and manually cutting the pass itself because i think uh, we're we're now in dangerous territory where it becomes where that becomes the case and so it can't in that case the thing is the thing is the thing is, you say stats matter, but they they obviously do because well, we realize there's there's like pay to win aspects to the game, but like in those instances, they don't because the stats become irrelevant because the RNG strikes right. Mm-hmm. And I realize like it, a, a football game is like infinitely more complex than making a shooter, for instance, right? Because there's just there's just so many more variables to 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 think about, and. I, I'm not saying there shouldn't be any RNG. I should. I, I just said like it should be to to a minimum. They shouldn't up it basically every game because like from 18 to 19 the RNG became even more like. And we thought it couldn't get worse than that, right? When we 100%. went from 18, when we played 18, we, we were like, "There's no way 19 can be worse than this." And what happened? Like the RNG got even worse. There were even more nutmegs. There were even more. Just name it, dude. Like everything was more RNG based. So. That's like my issue with it. And when we talk about like to go back to dynamic difficulty, I realize like how like um, the community is basically 
they have a lot of distrust for EA after those patents being released. And I completely, like, when I was watching Kurt, he said, like, um, creating these patents is, like, wrong in general. You shouldn't even be thinking about it, right? And I completely agree with that because that's the problem. Like, you shouldn't even think of doing things like this because it's just wrong. Like, I think everyone, everyone as a gamer agrees that this, this is a bad thing. Like, there's no one as... A in the community that says like, okay, yeah, this is this is a good thing. This should be in the game. But the only the only difference when when Kurt said like he was making a parallel to Fortnite, right? And he said like Fortnite, Epic Games doesn't do stuff like this. Like, why does EA do this? Well, that's the thing. Epic Games and maybe COD and like all these games do s try to like bridge the skill gap. They try to like let like bring the skill or like let me let me phrase this correctly. They try to make everyone have fun, right? They don't want like skilled players like destroying like lesser skilled players the whole time. They want everyone to stay in the game. They don't want you to leave. So Fortnite does that too, but does it in different ways. They reduce they like increase the RNG in their items mostly. They don't change anything mechanically, which is really important. That's like the way you should do it in my opinion. You don't change the mechanics of the game. You change like the items, like whatever is like necessary to like bridge the gap basically 100 percent um call of duty does it with skill-based matchmaking there's there's really big downsides to that and i don't really agree with with that but like that's another way to do it but the way ea like well what they were thinking about anyway what they were thinking about is just wrong they shouldn't be they shouldn't do that like they shouldn't even think of this stuff and that's what like creates the distrust and like constant distrust as well because like there's multiple things like in this area which people have trouble with and they just start to like believe like all the conspiracy theories out there and they stop looking at everything objectively right and I think a lot a lot would help if like EA would open up about all their stats, like what they all mean, like exactly pinpoint like what they can do. And they've they've they took a step in the right direction by like what what is it called? Like the, the thing notes. they always release? Like pitch notes, exactly. Like that's a good start, but it's like still not enough in my opinion. It's not even close to enough. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's one of them things where you know there there are a lot there are a lot of theories out there which are really really I guess you could say uh, I don't know the right word without sounding I guess mean but they're just insane theories out there and you know on the one hand you have people who come up with the craziest explanations because they're trying to make something that's complex simple but on the other hand why why are so many people lacking this trust and so you look back at things like chemgate where informs were awful exactly. right and you look back in the general situation where only recently we have uh, we have the pitch notes and more communication on social media so it, it's going to take some time for trust to be built but at the end of the day as uh, you know i obviously i never condone like the most toxic of behaviors and attacking anyone who works at ea that's not okay um, but if you're just someone who just doesn't trust them, that's on EA to regain back. And uh, when you have absolutely a game that's so RNG with so few factors that are clear as day, it, it doesn't help. And I, I and, and to to respond, I guess to your point about how COD and Fortnite make the game more accessible, and I guess they try to you know account for the skill gap being so big. 
FIFA, FIFA is crazy, man. The fact that every year the game changes so hard to the point where some of the best players in one year can just not be the best players the next is 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 unheard of. Like, no matter no matter how you put it, Tfue might not win every World Cup, but he's gonna be there on every online qualifier in the last day because he's gonna be in the top X amount of people every time because editing will never change, building will never change unless they make it faster or more responsive. Movement and dynamics of first-person shooters will never change, but here we are playing a game and this is actually a good opportunity to talk about something that a conversation I had with a foot economist on Twitter, I'll mention that in a sec. FIFA is a game where every year the difficulty of the fundamentals changes. One year passing is difficult. One year it's not. One year shooting first post is difficult. One year it's not. That doesn't no. In football, football doesn't change. Football, football doesn't change. Every year in real life football, pens are a certain way, free kicks are a certain way, shooting second post is a certain way, positioning of the keepers is a certain way. So first post is harder to score on in most situations. But you got FIFA 16 that one year you can finesse right foot with Griezmann on the first post or near post. And then the next year you can't in FIFA 17, right? And the, the, the key here is to choose the right thing that's right. And in terms of what is right, a good example, right? I remember, I remember once Foot Economist had a tweet. He had a tweet and he asked, you know, because he was always an advocate for timed finishing and um, and, and why it does add a, a, a skill gap and so much depth to the game. And I respectfully disagreed. And he, he that's why he made that tweet. He's like, anyone who disagrees, please tell me why. Right. And so I came in there and I told him why, you know, long story short, if you're 1v1 with the keeper and you've crafted a chance, you shouldn't have to green a shot to score. And if you're in a tough position to score and it's really bad, why are you implementing a mechanic that increases your odds of scoring in a position where you shouldn't be scoring because the opposing defender didn't necessarily do anything wrong? So it's like two really contrasting things that just worsen the situation. And I said that, and I also talked about how many times you can green a shot, and just because you green it, you nutmeg whoever's in front of you. And he's like, he's like, okay, what if we added, not we, he didn't say we because at the time, obviously still wasn't working uh, for a year, but he said, what if we were EA were to add a mechanic where you can press a button to close your leg and stop the nutmeg. And that's the whole backwards <laughs> mentality in the sense that, you know, I'm not, it's fine. You can have your opinion and I'm not attacking him in any way, shape or he's form. Try, he's trying to find a solution, but in the wrong way. You mean. Yeah, you're trying to, you're trying to treat the yeah. symptoms, but exactly. not the root of the cause. And the root of the cause is that no matter who you are, or where you are, if you shoot and I'm right in front of you, because it's a video game, and it doesn't make sense to, because at the end of the day, I can't control everyone simultaneously. In real life, everyone's their own person. They make their own decisions. If you get nutmeg, you get nutmeg. But in real, in the video game, there's certain things that don't make sense to add. There's certain things. That's why next year they made the, the referee a, holo, a holographic person. Things go through him. And surprisingly, there's actually people who didn't like that. Wow. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how how you could not like how how you could think that's a bad idea. It's not realistic. Some people just love the realism aspect, and that's fine. But um, you know, we're on this together, playing foot. Some of you here for competitive, and so we have to compromise here and there. But the point is, if your solution to someone making a bad decision, in this case, the bad decision being shooting, despite someone being right in front of you, and your solution is giving me the option to close my leg that is so backwards why should i make an extra input when someone is making a bad choice and then obviously you know if if that were to happen that would be that would be crazy because then you know they wouldn't uh, 
the nutmeg situation wouldn't be addressed. And then the nutmeg situation is one of the things that makes people think about dynamic difficulty, right? Yeah, the, the thing is, though, when we're talking about the whole casual versus like, um, well, the more competitive players, I, I played it and casually and competitively, right? Um, I didn't always play competitive FIFA. I just I played I played every, multiple games casually. I went to Fortnite. I went to I went to Call of Duty, and the way you learn those games is back in the day anyway. Like now it's different because like all these companies have their own agendas and whatever. But like back in the day, you just got thrown in a lobby, and you could you could be thrown in a lobby with the number one ranked COD player, for example, and just get absolutely like dumped, dunked on, basically, right? That's how you learn the game. Like you learn the game by making mistakes, by losing, by like that's how you learn. Like there's no other way. If you if if you have someone holding your hand the entire time, you won't get good. Like unless they do what they did this year. <laughs> but that's a whole different that's a whole different story. But there's I don't I don't know when when it became a normal thing where you're not allowed to lose in a video game anymore. Like, I remember, like, in the Nintendo stages that, like, games were actually really hard because, like, you pay, like, what, 30, 60 bucks for a game and you want it, like, your money's worth, right? So they make games really, really difficult so you could, like, spend your time on it. But now, the whole idea is we want you to stay on the game so we can sell you uh, microtransactions, basically. And that's the simple why they do this like it's just to sell sell fifa points whether it be fifa points or cod points whatever it is like they all just want to sell you something and that's the whole issue like that's the whole issue why this exists and like why uh, well why the whole let's bring more rng in the game so we have like the casuals happy the competitive players happy or whatever everyone everyone needs to be happy which there is no middle way like there's no everyone is happy like there's always like a middle way where this this thing doesn't work man yeah and and so you know obviously today we're talking about dynamic difficulty so how does everything we just said relate to that so far well that's the thing the game is so easy and it's so accessible and it's so random that results are irrelevant and when results are irrelevant you start to try you try and break it down yep. you're like you know it's a really complex subject why are they irrelevant right you can go the route that I went and you can make a plethora of videos that every video requires a second video to re-explain a point there. And, and, you know, it's so complicated because it is complicated. Or you can go the simple route and that seems to be the route that a lot of people go and just pin it on dynamic difficulty. Man, I wish, I wish dynamic difficulty was uh, in the game and I wish it was a problem because then remove it and we're fixed. It's not yep. like it's yep. not that simple, dude. My, I've seen, you know, people say people say and there is some human psychology to this, right? You're winning a game. You don't notice things as much. I try really hard to still notice it. I can't begin to tell you how many times I'm straight and I'm thinking and I say it out loud. I'm three one up and I'm like, dude, thank God I'm three one up because or three nil up. And I just go three one because I just conceded a nutmeg pass to and he went through and scored because of a nutmeg pass that I read. And if I wasn't three goals up, I'd be screwed. So, you know, I'm winning and that stuff happens. I'm losing and that stuff happens because sometimes this year, more than ever, I've lost games 3-0 where I'm like, how the hell did I just lose 3-0? Where's my dynamic difficulty in that point? I'm losing, but the game's not giving me anything. You know what I mean? So it's, it, is it dynamic difficulty? I don't know. Sometimes I'm so mad that I want to blame on that, but sometimes 
I see that I'm losing and the nutmegs are happening. I'm winning and the nutmegs are happening. And if you watch my streams as well, you know that I have the best analogies yeah. in the game. So <laughs> hardly, dude, hardly. Let me let me hit the let me hit the people with another analogy, right? Take a coin, right? Take a coin, for example. But instead of a normal oh, coin <laughs> that has heads or tails, because I've seen the studies that say, oh, actually, it's more likely to get head by a margin. So take a coin, a flat coin, and each side has a one on it, except one one is blue and the other one is red. Okay, so now it's perfectly weighted on both sides, blah, blah, blah. If you flip that coin a thousand times, you're going to see, A, flip 15 to 20, the blue one had uh, the blue side had a had a streak of five flip 15 uh, flip 20 to 35 the red the red uh, side had a streak right you're gonna have hot streaks because it's random like this game it is completely random you're gonna have hot streaks of games where oh damn i didn't concede a corner and then you're gonna have that one game where you concede three corners exactly. it's like averages averages average out man numbers average out the rule of the law of averages man it's like basketball you know sometimes you'll see steph curry miss four threes in a row and it's like the laws of average man he's not gonna miss them all night he's gonna bank three in it next second and he's back at 50 percent average of three points and this is what the problem with this game whereas you have you have fifa 19 and fifa 18 nutmeg epidemic and then you have it in 17 where it's like a little slice of a nutmeg epidemic and so the the waves and the streaks of nutmegs are so much less and so that's why it just gradually increased the thing the thing is like we'll have people say well like how are pros doing consistently well how are people getting like consistent 30s blah 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 and there's like a really easy explanation for us and like anyone that watches your stream can like can can agree with this that the only way you consistently win this game, win in this game, is if you break it. Like you have to break the game. You don't play normal football anymore. You forget every like fundamental there is to football. There's no passing. There's no nothing. Like you look at the couple things that are broken in the game, like El Tornado crosses, flick up crosses, uh, 180 volleys from outside the box. Like name them. Like there, there's too many to name. Croquetas, we forgot the Godketa, dude. Like we forgot <laughs> the, the worst, the, the worst one. Um, so, if you decide not to do that, you'll become inconsistent. Like you, like you want, like you, you want to play by your philosophy, right? You don't want to break break the game, which is super respectable. But the only way, and that's why I get why pro players do it. I don't, re I don't respect it at all. Like I don't respect the play style. I, it's not for me. But I understand why they do it because it's their livelihood. They're trying to make money. So the only way they can see, like they can see a consistent way to win is okay. We got to break it, obviously. Otherwise, we're not going to win. So I get why they're doing it, but it becomes a thing that when they're doing it, everyone starts doing it. Like the whole community starts doing it. And this is when it just becomes like, well, like a cluster, you know what? <laughs> yeah. That's the whole problem. Like, that's why this game is, like, so messy right now. And, like, even even now, like, you'll see pros and, like, get beat by the most casual players because they do the same thing to them now. Like, they just do these couple cu couple moves and, yeah, you'll get, you'll get gifted goals, basically. You don't have to break anyone down. You don't have to break defenses down. You just go to the byline, whip it in, and there's your, there's your goal, dude. Yeah, man. I remember. I remember there was a time when adding the Burba spin into your FIFA 17 game was basically just the cherry on top of the cake. But if you had no cake, and the cake being like build up and understanding 
build up and seeing the right passing lanes and timing and reading your opponent's attacks because if you can't defend you're never going to you're never going to win and now the cherry what used to be the cherry the small intricacies that are skill moves and today it's the croquetta are actually it's switched the cherry is what i do it's the fundamentals it's the passing yeah. and the reading and the main thing that you have to do is croquetas and this and that which is which is why i like this tangent that we're on now because one of the questions i wanted to ask you is like obviously the main name is text but it's not just text it's everyone who is uh consistently at events why you know if they're doing it then what's the problem because that's that i get a lot of that um i got a lot of people who they get mad when I criticize the game because their argument is doesn't matter. The same pros would be good anyways. Look, that this guy's consistent. Like you said, man, all you got to do is I mean, watch. That's watch that's like a really that's that's a really flawed logic, though. You you're just focusing like purely on the pros by saying that the same pros will be the best. Don't you want an enjoyable game? Like let's let's just go to the basics. Do you want to play a FIFA game where you're not constantly raging? Absolutely. Like, like forget the competitive aspect you want to play a video game where you're not constantly screaming at your monitor like what the hell is going on whether it be <laughs> um dynamic difficulty or just a sim simply a broken game like i don't think anyone anyone we know like well anyone i know like plays this game without raging and i play plenty of games without raging and like being like having fun basically when I play this game, this is why I stopped playing FIFA 18 and 19. Like, in 18, I was an elite one player. I had possibility. I was really close to top 100. So I had perspective to keep playing, right? But I just felt horrible after every weekend league. Like, every weekend league, my whole, my muscles would be cramped. I'd be just angry. Like, even if I won a game 5 no, I'd still be angry. Like, there were so many things that happened in that game that would just frustrate the hell out of me that I just didn't want to play the game anymore. And, like... I'm at an age that I have so much to do in my life that I don't really need to play the football. I, I want to play a football game, but I don't need to. But there are plenty of kids that do, and I understand that completely. So the whole idea of pros, like the same pros will be the best, doesn't mean that we don't want a good game. And also, it doesn't mean that they don't know how to play football. The, the pros, the absolute like pros, will be good because they understand football. They understand football, plus they can break the game. Yeah, and that's... So that just gives them the advantage. Like that's the, That just gives them the edge over the casuals that just like just follow whatever is the meta at the time. Yeah, I think, I think anyone who goes down that route is either... You know, is either in the wrong uh, sort of mindset or they're simply just uh, someone who is also doing really well and they feel threatened by the fact that the game could change. Sure, yeah. You know, I don't see your accomplishments. Other... Yeah, your accomplishments. You, you feel your accomplishments threatened by someone saying that the way the game is isn't right. Like, no one says there yeah. is no skill gap. There is a skill gap in this game like there is with any game. The point is that the skill gap is in the completely wrong it lies places. in the wrong place yeah completely yeah, yeah. like some people tell me oh but see that this goal scored is is good yeah congratulations after eight goals in a in a two-legged time <laughs> we finally saw a good goal nice nice like what, what do you want me to tell you that's you can't you can't cherry pick stats you got you give me anybody's gameplay from anyone in any tournament all of their matches i guarantee you a surprising amount percentage of those goals are bad just straight up bad in the sense that why should you we be playing a football simulator where you can alternate or flake up constantly like that can't that can't be the I thing mean, 
the thing is, in every FIFA, there's broken things, right? If we like go back to FIFA 17, what was the broken stuff there? Crab well, shooting, shielding. shielding was really over uh, overpowered, and crab walking specifically. But the thing that that was in that game, the thing that made the game broken, didn't necessarily give you gift you goals, right? There were still broken things, but they you still needed to break down a defense to be able to score a goal. Now you don't. You literally just cross it in, goal. Simple. So. The whole aspect where we, when you say that the skill gap lied in the wrong places, there you go. Like that game wasn't perfect, but it was it was a step in the right direction. They just had to build on that and basically took out take out the bad things and like like continue the way they were. But now, like you had a perfect tweet. What was the tweet like recently? The one about FIFA 17 about not having hope. Yeah, exactly that video. one. Explain that. Yeah, explain that. Yeah, basically, if you guys didn't see it, I made a tweet. It was a video tweet, just two-minute video. And I was talking about how uh, basically the reason why I have no... It's hard for me to have hope. Maybe I don't have hope. I'm not sure yet. For FIFA 20, even if FIFA 20 is better than 19. And the reason is um, being better than 19 doesn't necessarily mean that FIFA 20 will be as good as 18 or FIFA 17. Because there's a big difference. There's a big spectrum and the game could lie anywhere within and the main reason I think I, I I I can't envision FIFA 20 being as good as 17, at least by my standards, is because of a quote that was said by you know an EA representative um, to an article to a website who posted an article when FIFA 18 came out. When FIFA 18 came out, this representative said that in basically I'm paraphrasing now, but I read the exact quote in the video. That in FIFA 17, the game was too difficult. There were aspects of the game that were too complex for the normal user. And so starting with FIFA 18, the mentality shift was let's make this more accessible. So by the get-go, anyone who has ever told me FIFA 18 has more of a skill gap, no. And now I say double no because <laughs> they literally said we made the game more accessible. So FIFA 18 is more accessible than 18 than 17 and 19 more than 18. So even if they shift back and they turn it up a, ge- a gear, even if they turn it up a gear, we're never going to get back to 17 unless there's an unspoken shift in mentality within EA that I don't know about because they haven't said anything publicly that I know about, right? But the last time they said anything publicly in that regard, they said that FIFA 17 was too difficult. So if that's too difficult, I'm assuming that we're never going to go back to that level of difficulty. And if we're never going to go back to that level of difficulty, how can I be hopeful? I completely agree with that. That's like the best way to put it, like how I look at this game right now, is that's the state we're in. And like, I'm, I'm just going to like conclude whatever, like I think of like this whole dynamic difficulty thing. We keep talking about like, dynamical dynamic difficulty which are obviously things that are impossible to prove for us as players right even if they are in the game like no one no no one can prove it that's why i think the most important matter at hand is that we need to like focus as a community on how to get ea to make a good game from the ground up mechanically because right now it's in a terrible state and we don't we can't prove if it's dynamic dynamic difficulty that breaks the game or well we can prove that the game's broken and that's the whole point i'm trying to make if the game's good, like complaints like this will diminish, and if we still think is dynamic difficulty is an issue by then, like when there's a good game, we can work on that then, because like we'll just go to EA and take that shit out, and we're good. <laughs> and <laughs> the current broken parts, the current broken parts are provable, like we can prove this. So 
I think that's a way more productive way of going about things into making FIFA better than to like pull out our pitchforks and talk about dynamic difficulty, even though this is not going to lead anywhere. Like EA already said, it's not in the game. Like what is there to do from our end now? There's nothing we can do. The best thing we can do. Like well, you, you can you can do is like what you could do is not buy FIFA points and not buy the game or whatever. But obviously, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least don't buy FIFA points. RTG Nation, boys, come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, buy the game. Like, if you really want to make a statement, don't buy FIFA points. And um, like you said, you gotta show the flaws in the game. And we gotta band together as a community in the sense that we be united. Because you can't imagine, despite all the videos I have made, despite all the clips and the hours of footage I've gone through to show you examples of what I'm talking about. For example, I'll, I'll say I did a video, right? Why the AI? I said why the defensive AI in FIFA 19 makes no sense, and I show clips of how bad the defensive AI is in the sense that they act poorly and they give my opponent chances they shouldn't otherwise be having. And because other people in the chat can't separate, or not in the chat, in the in my YouTube comments, some of the people, like a low minority obviously, couldn't separate the fact that I said, this is how defensive AI should be buffed. And they, they just took that as buffed defensive AI. They were going all, yeah. oh, no, 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 this is unacceptable. Nerf it completely. No, no, no. There's certain aspects of the AI that has to be good. And there's certain aspects of the AI that has to be bad. The same way when I said passing is horrible, I had some guy, people in my comments that because three times in their life they did a five-yard pass that didn't go where they said, they think that passing's too hard, right? You, you gotta. <laughs> I'm not saying that if there's an open pass, I want the pass to be random. If you see my videos, it's all about the interception when the pass is blocked. And so because of everyone's individual, experience people don't don't band together and they refuse to back someone else's yeah. point simply because they can't separate certain issues about every specific uh, part of the game and because they they think no 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 i have no problem with this therefore f your point no 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 that's so, why we're not getting anywhere dude that's literally why we're not getting anywhere like that's the whole community's problem we just talk in these blanket statements by saying like ai defense is bad this is bad. This is good. This is bad. Like you have to like substantiate what you say, like have some evidence of what you're talking about, like spe specify what you mean. Right. Because AI defense, there's so many aspects to AI defense. Like, what do you mean when you say AI, AI defense? Do you mean inter interceptions? Do you mean them dropping back the 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 formation, the the way they set up in the in the pitch? Like, what do you mean? Like, there's. And we just talk in blanket statements and we just say, this is bad, this is good. And, and we're just not getting anywhere. And people, like you said, they don't want to see each other's points. Like they, they're, they're literally just looking at their own thing or their own like angry feelings and basing everything off that. Yeah. And like, I, it's again, another case of careful what you wish for. You know, how many people in FIFA 17 would scream at momentum and scripting and this because Smaldini would, would block a shot that you took? <laughs> Did you look at that shot five times at least and, and, and clearly see Smaldini run 15 meters to block your shot? Or maybe, maybe <laughs> you happened to shoot right into him, right? And he did an animation to block it because... You know, AI blocks happen. happen. AI block people have all these words and they have negative connotations. One of them being AI block. What do you want? The ball to go through everyone if he's in front of you just because your opponent is selecting it? The skill gap that you would gain from making people select the man closest to the ball at all times is proportionately significantly smaller 
than the skill gap that you would gain if balls didn't go through legs or through body parts because at that point you add an element of decision making in offense and if someone's in front of you and you shoot and you expect the ball to go through him just because your opponent is selecting him you're just lazy because you didn't do the angle now i'm not saying now if he's not selecting him then you should be able to turn left and get the angle really easily of course Mm -hmm. that's i'm not saying he should mirror your move no 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 no. i'm just saying if someone's in the trajectory it has to be blocked but if he's not selecting him all you do is move left shoot and then you you know you're good you do a ball roll whatever you want but you know, we've talked about uh, we've talked about why you know the coin analogy and the RNG factor, and really a lot of RNG, and why that explains more what happens rather than dynamic difficulty. But there's one aspect that I wanted to ask you um, because in the past, and you will know this because you were among the high level sweats of FIFA 17, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I wouldn't say an unknown secret, but something that most people didn't do at the time to kind of get an edge in the game was press pause and change formation, right? You were yeah. you, you started with a formation, it's not working out, you press pause, change it, and oh my god, it made the world of a difference. And that's why all the pros, you know, on stream, they'll be like, at the time, a common tip a general tip when people say you know you have a tip yeah saying change formation have two formations you like and just change when it's going bad now Mm -hmm. and at the time the same effect would happen right you could find a second formation that would outplay your opponent's current formation and that would work but it wasn't as accessible because most people didn't even bother hell you had people who would just play whatever their chemistry formation was right so it was completely different era now we have momentum not momentum sorry (laughs) we have momentum confirmed we have a (laughs) dynamic we have game plans right so like never before you can with the click of a button not only can you change defensive mentalities but completely formations altogether so my question to you is it is it really is there a moment well number one is there a momentum shift regardless of if 17 18 or 19 when you switch formation or is it just you know you're out you're you're finally finding a a, a formation that outplays your opponents and two uh is it is a simple formation change regardless of the formation change enough are game plans overpowered in the sense that regardless of if you go from 4-3-3 to 4-1-2-2 or 4-3-3 to 4-4-2, regardless, just switching it will trigger a momentum shift? Or do you need to switch to the right thing? And so it's not momentum. Like, what do you think about that? Because I definitely don't think that's momentum. I think certain certain uh, play styles and tactics like counter each other. Because I remember FIFA 17, I had a lot of trouble playing against the 4-3-3-4. I think it was, which one was it? The one with the 1CDM. Oh, the second, the second. The 1CDM. Yeah, I had a lot of trouble playing against that formation. Like anyone who would play that against me, because I played 4-2-3-1 at the time. Anyone that would play that formation against me, I'd have trouble. He didn't even have to switch his formation or whatever, because it's so wide and it's like a really good formation. And the only way I could match like when I would win those games is if I would match the formation. So there are a lot of formations that just counter your formation if you play it well. That's that's the thing. I don't believe that momentum, like, I don't believe in the momentum in that situation, to be honest, no. Yeah, and the reason, I, the reason I would also agree with what you said is um, not only d- does the fact that we have game plans by default increase the amount of times that you're going to feel that shift, not necessarily in momentum, but just uh, energy on the field that, okay, now I've switched formation, I got something that works out, things are looking better, right? So that happened in FIFA 17. And now the only the main reason why it's more frequent now is because we have game plans and we don't have to press pause and you can switch between four, maybe five Mm -hmm. instantly. The second thing of why I think 
you feel it even more because I think if you if we had game plans in FIFA 17, we still wouldn't feel this shift in we're going to call it momentum because technically it's the right term, but it's not like in-game momentum. It's just you switch to a formation that works so you feel better, right, in the game. The reason why I don't think in FIFA 17 it would have been as bad even if we had game plans is because of the fundamentals being more difficult because you could still switch to the right formation, but if you still pass it into someone, you're still losing the ball. And yeah, so the yeah. combination of having game plans and giving you the access to change on the fly to more people than ever before is uh, is, a, is a factor. But the main factor is the fact that on top of switching to a formation that could be better in that situation, you now can switch to a better formation and still pass through people. So like, and shoot through people and first time shot and no scope and this and that. So... Everything combined makes these changes of energy that much more amplified. And that's why I, I just don't I don't believe in the momentum in the momentum per se. I just think it's a combination of features that we never used to have on top of the fundamentals just not existing in any way, shape or form. The thing the thing is, I can't say I don't believe in momentum at all, like at all being in the game, because like it's but like I said, like I go I go by proof, you know, sometimes I feel I, I think that there's momentum or like I feel it, but I can't like substantiate it with anything. So yeah. I'd rather just think it's not in the game, you know, yeah. that's just the way I look at things. Yeah, we're just wording it in a way that it's kind of like this is w- these are the things that make me lean towards it not being it. Obviously, exactly, the- exactly. Like that's I just look at the, the the provable facts basically, and the facts are the game is like really RNG based, and that could account for a lot of things that we think is momentum basically. Yeah, and it, it goes- but if it's actually the case, who knows? <laughs> And it goes, it goes back to the point of just the gradual increase in RNG factors and how much they matter and how individual players matter more in per- position and decision-making in shots. Because if I think, if I try to remember a long shot I conceded in FIFA 17, instantly, I remember so my opponent took a corner, my defender clears it, it lands to Henderson, and he shoots uh, first time outside <laughs> of the boot. And it goes dead smack in the middle, and my keeper just still doesn't save it. And I remember this to this day. It happened sometime around February of FIFA 17, and I was in utter Jesus, the shock. <laughs> it was I was co- so confused. I remember I was playing the four through three four. I was testing. It was February. I had I had Jonas up front. It was a good times, and he scored that with Henderson. I was like, how the hell did he happen? Or, or or one time my opponent was on the wing. He crosses my opponent. My my defender deflects it off his off his shin it loops on the outside of the box and he first time volleys and it goes in that also happened in 17 if i think of these scenarios in 19 i can't i can't because they happen every day every single day i log on this stuff happens because we're just rolling dice left right and center and so is it so that that's also another thing that tells me this might not be dynamic difficulty or momentum it just might be the fact that we have created the game that we may as well just simulate at this point because of how random it is yep i agree Whew. and i guess i think i've said everything i wanted to say yeah. <laughs> i don't know about you at least about this subject because like end of the day it's we can't prove anything the fact that there's a patent doesn't mean it's in the game you know and it's it's so hard to prove that I can't say anything conclusive on it. Like I can't say it's in the game. I can't say it's not in the game. And I'm not. I'm definitely not saying it's not in the game because they said it. Because I have a lot of distrust as well. Like after these many years of weird stuff happening, yeah. so 
I'm just gonna be honest in that sense. Like I, I don't know. Like I can't tell. Like the only thing I can tell is like this game is broken, like beyond belief. Yeah, and that's that accounts for that accounts for a lot of things that happen in this game. I guess to end it, and then we'll take questions, right? So we're not ending the show completely. We'll take questions from the chat because I saw some throughout the show. Um, uh, we'll end it with this, right? If you think FIFA 19 has DDA or dynamic difficulty or momentum, but you think it has more momentum than 18 or 17, I think that's a flawed way to look at it because if this one has dynamic difficulty, why wouldn't 18 have it? And why wouldn't 17 have it, right? The fact of the matter is that if one has it, they all have it. But the fact of the matter is that everyone here at some point in time has loved a FIFA in the past five, six, seven years. And if one has it, all of them have it. So then why was the one that you loved with dynamic difficulty so loved by you? Maybe it's because it didn't have it. Or maybe it's because even if it did have it, just the RNG aspect of it made the game so much more enjoyable. And so the answer, and so I wouldn't fool myself into thinking that removing it is a solution because that's kind of trying to make something well if it was in the game no no no. if it was in the game you definitely remove it remove it if it was in the game remove it but it's not the solution to what we're playing right now because this game will still be broken whether there's dynamic difficulty or not exactly so let's take i don't know if there's people who've got questions let's see one there's one from simon i'll scroll up he says do you agree that many of the times people complain about uh, DD slash scripting, it's actually a broken gameplay mechanic that traps a player in a specific part of the field, e.g. clear the ball mechanic is so poor we get endless corner. Thoughts? Uh, I definitely agree with that. Like, There's definitely... When we were talking about clearing, you said you said that someone told you you should you should clear the ball more by pressing shoot, basically, and not yes. passing it out, right? Yes. Well, how did that help you? Like, did that help you that much? Like, Do you feel like there's a huge difference? Here's what it helped me from- with. It helped me in the fact that I only conceded, for example, the one weekend league I based my YouTube video off, I only conceded one corner. But at the same time, when I clear it, I never get the ball back. So I have to clear, I get to exactly. clear the corner and then I have to redefend a situation where everyone's in my box. Oh, I agree. So you lose the ball anyway. <laughs> so the pressure just remains, basically. Exactly. And that's yeah. why, you know, that's why the plan, they did the whole plan tackling for FIFA, FIFA 20. They saw it was, it was really bad, a really bad situation. And why not add a feature that increases the possibility? Again, we, we always talk about odds, so it's never going to be perfect of you getting the ball back. And I did feel that, right? I did feel that playing FIFA 20 that, uh, more often than not, you did get the ball back after a tackle, which is great. But what does that tell you? That we have a game in FIFA 20, obviously very early build, where you were getting more tackles back. Where I said L2 jockeying, therefore interceptions were better. And uh, passing was better. And yet I still felt the RNG was absolutely through the roof. That's how complicated this matter is. That so many areas of the game can be affected by RNG and all that stuff. What are your thoughts on matchmaking weekend league? Top 100 players matching silver players. I think, um, personally, actually, Persian, you hit this first. I think it's definitely not a good thing, but I think it's so hard to match up uh, top 100 players with each other because obviously there's not a lot. There's only a 100 of them. So if you try to match them up against each other constantly, you're going to get like really weird matchups in terms of connection, I think. Because not everyone's from the same region, so the connection is just going to be terrible. 
Yeah, and but uh, I do. I do believe there needs to be a better solution for. Like I, I don't, I don't know a solution myself, but I definitely think there does need to be a better solution for the fact that you can't be matching, you can't be matching people that far out of your skill range, in my opinion. Yeah, and uh, it's always been the same thing. It was the same in seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen. The only difference is that they went public about exactly how the form works uh, in recent years, as opposed to before. Uh, this one as well, I want you to answer first because it kind of relates to something you were talking about recently. Persian, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, right, right. What about the DDA screenshot in FIFA 18, I believe? And I think he mentions that screenshot where it says when you beat the squad battles and it says oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. So describe it for the people since you you went in uh, on it on Twitter. Basically, 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 basically when when there's um, when you play squad battles, right, and you finish and you beat or the, when you beat someone, uh, when you beat the AI, like a considerable amount on, for let's example, say beginner. The, the game asks you afterwards, um, do you want to change the difficulty? Like, do you want to up the difficulty, basically? And they say yes, no, and they and then the third option is, I think, turn off dynamic difficulty or something. So people confuse that by saying, well, dynamic difficulty is in the game. Well, that's not the dynamic difficulty everyone's referring to. The di- dynamic difficulty in that squad battles is basically all they mean is we're going to ask you after the game if you want to up the difficulty. So as soon as you press no, that uh, as soon as you press turn off a dynamic difficulty, they just won't ask you the question anymore after the game. You'll you'll be able to play a beginner all you want. So that's a different thing in my opinion. It's a, that has nothing to do with dynamic difficulty in the player v player scenario. And what would you say? Because what would you say to the people who say, "Well, if it's something different, why didn't they call it something different?" Because uh, dynamic difficulty is a thing in a lot of like uh, player versus AI games, not just not just uh, uh, FIFA. Like I think I think I recently saw like a screen or um, website like uh, who was it? Monster Monster World Hunter or whatever was talking about dynamic difficulty. It's a thing in a lot of AI based games. Like it's not it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like it's purely it's purely made so you can have a more enjoyable like experience. So if the game's too easy, they want to make it a, more of a challenge because you're playing against the AI, obviously. So that's dynamic difficulty doesn't belong to EA or whatever. They didn't create this. The problem with dynamic difficulty is when you're doing it in a player versus player scenario. That's when it should never be done. But against the AI, like after the game, asking you if the def- difficulty can be up, no, that's not an issue. Dude. Metallo asks, <laughs> this is funny, because did you see the Ovetto Kinder? Ovetto means small egg in Italian. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Kinder yeah, yeah. scandal. They said packs or surprise mechanic, like a Happy <laughs> Meal or Kinder. Honestly, what oh. I'd say about this is that <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I don't think Kinder eggs are like um, like packs, because at the end of the day, when I eat a Kinder egg, those calories will be in my body and they will serve a purpose. <laughs> my virtual cards on FIFA die and become futile very quick. And uh, they don't give me energy. So at that, at least at that level, we can't dis- disagree that a Kinder Egg has more, I guess, impact. I on think my it's body. A, it, was a, it was a terrible example, but like obviously everyone saw it was a terrible example because you're still getting chocolate. Like what are you getting when you open a pack, dude? You're getting virtual cards that mean nothing. And at that, on the other hand, you're getting chocolate, and the and the and the toys are a bonus. They're just they're just added on to it. 
So it's definitely <laughs> not the same thing. <laughs> like you're always winning. You're always winning when you buy a Kinder Egg. You get the you get the yeah. chocolate. Dude. Plus, there's no toy inside of Kinder Egg that's worth the same amount as like a Cristiano Ronaldo would, and or at the same time, <laughs> that would change your life like that. If they start putting 500k of you know checks in there, then we can talk. But also. This is a joke, by the way. Don't take it seriously. But aren't Kinder Eggs banned in America? So if they're like Kinder Eggs, shouldn't points? Are they tax? really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kinder Eggs. Why? Are not, I don't know. They're like danger. I don't even know. It's like it's they're a, considered as loot boxes. <laughs> don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Kinder Eggs are not like allowed in some parts of the world. And so by that logic, if they're exactly the same, I guess we should redirect where packs can be opened from. Um, that's a joke, by the way. <laughs> but question about live rewards from Simon. What extent do you think people playing for rewards encourages people to break the game? Wait, what? Where did you see this? Uh, Simon Stewart, 84. It's a little bit up top. I think he means we all love rewards. We all, um, oh, yeah, we all love rewards. Yeah. I think winning makes them break the game, man. I don't even think, like, even if there weren't rewards, obviously it's an extra incentive, but I don't think, I think people generally just want to win. They just want to win. Like that that'll be enough to make them try and break the game, you know. Yeah, there's uh that's why you see so many people who, you know, they they don't care for the style of content that we make on the podcast or that we that I do on my videos because they're the types of people who say croquetas work, tornadoes work. I'll deal with it. That's just how the game is and that's that. They just see it as a video game. The same way you accept that in Fortnite to to get cover, you build a wall, and then you have the purest of shooters. Are like, no, f that. You know, I want to play a shooter where you have to use the environment and be creative with cover, and not just build a wall out of nowhere, right? So, problem with football is that this is uh, there aren't as many alternatives. So, I will say that packs are extremely addictive, though. Like packs and like um, oh, yeah. rewards in general. Like if I if I'm honest, in FIFA 18, if my rewards were better, I probably still would have played it because I got like two months uh, worth of foot champs and I, I think I missed elite one once and my rewards were terrible like absolutely terrible I would get discard after discard after discard so I was like this isn't worth it I might as well just I might as well just sell my team and trade my way to glory because that's way more profitable <laughs> and the thing is if the rewards were good I would have still played it even though I hated that game and that's a that's a big big statement for me yeah, there's a reason when you lose a deciding game in champs for the next rank, it feels awful. But if you lose a game yeah. in rivals, it doesn't really matter that much because A, rival rewards are really bad. B, uh, you still get points. And C, rewards on rivals are based on how much you play in combination with how much you win. But you always have a chance to win and gain points. It's not a finite amount of games, so to speak. Well, wow, they're banned. Dan said because the toy was in violation of the small parts regulation. <laughs> so they they don't have small part like they don't have small toys at all in the U.S. Like the hell, crazy. Didn't know that. People keep Java says people keep asking for a casual mode, but for a mode to be casual, there has to be no rewards. Uh, and if there are no rewards, no one will play it, just like single matches. I disagree. I mean, I think the the World Cup mode last year was a pretty casual mode, and you got a reward after every game and after every World Cup run. You got packs. So I don't think I don't, you don't have to strictly tie a casual mode with what reward you get out of it. Regular divisions and tournaments were more casual. No, definitely. I yeah. think it depends who you're they asking. They were definitely more casual. 
if you're asking they me, were just in general more casual what do you mean no i mean if you're asking me they were more casual like the the dkt because it was easy but if you ask someone who had a hard time winning it that was sweaty as hell for him sure dkt yes dkt yes but rivals is infinitely more sweaty now than divisions yeah, yeah, yeah. for opinion. divisions yes for divisions yes but i read yeah i was talking about yeah dkt Metallo says DDA is in the game since FIFA 11. FIFA 10 was a game where most of the matches were tennis scores and the better player won every game. Now, even if you are the best, you can't win like 50, 100 games in a row. In pro clubs, it's even worse. On FIFA 12, there were clubs where with 200 wins, your losses. On this FIFA, I never saw someone with more than a 20 known clubs. Well, I have, first of all. Second of all, there are people who go on streaks this year. It's just, it's not a matter of can you get a streak it's a matter of how are you getting those streaks and you see that people who do got those streaks and how they play is is in my opinion not cool <laughs> not good <laughs> i don't know how else to say it respectively also fifa 18 was also a game with tennis scores but it was awful so it's different you know what i mean it's 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 not you can't just like i agree to some extent to some things that you say but like a game that's high scoring doesn't mean it's better because FIFA 18 was more high scoring than 17. But just because there was no logic and build up and decision making, like in comparison to 17, it was still a worse game. But yes, FIFA 10 was the best. Dan wants to know what your opinion is on crab sausages. Yeah, I have no opinions. He also asked what the weather is like in Rome, and it's good. <laughs> he asked that earlier, so I'll address that now. I think that's that. We're going to call it. Boys, thank you for the for enjoying the podcast. If you're live here, thank you for stopping by. If you are watching this on YouTube, hope you enjoyed. Let us know what other topics you'd like to see covered. If you'd like to see specific guests, uh, if you have any suggestions on the format, any feedback, anything is appreciated. And obviously, until next time, peace out. Peace out. Actually, I'm going to edit this in. I'm going to edit this in for the YouTube video. Uh, you can check me out at Stallion Sama Persian. Where can people find you? At Persian7. Persian with a Z. Yes, at Persian7. Once he gets 1,000 Twitter followers, he promised me he's going to buy a PC and play Apex. So <laughs> no, <peace> out. no. <laughs> <laughs>